0: you're listening to two chunks in a hunk a movie podcast where we give pumps and dumps Hello oh, and welcome to Two Chunks and a Hunk. My name is Jordan Wonders, and this week I am your chunk. I'm Doge. A chunk. They call me a chunk. Nice. And I'm Carter. Fool of a hunk. Throw yourself in next time. Oh, good pull. Huh? I noticed that you, uh, you called yourself a hunk. Yeah, that's weird. Please elaborate. Talk about it. Uh, I'm a hunk because of time travel. What? What? Time On this day, October 23rd. 2018 is that what day this is oh that's today you're right i am in italy ah to our listeners right now that's it true. Is the 23rd of october <laughs> well assuming they're listening on release day i'm in italy <laughs> i'm still there You carter, forever <laughs> carter from the future i know that you just wanted to go back and live the glory days it's the year <laughs> it's the 30s now Y'all just ended your podcast. It's been a solid 40 years. You're a millionaire. You're living in the mansion created by Two Chunks and Hunk. The house that Chunk built. <laughs> two Chunks Manor. <laughs> two Chunks Manor. But no, I, I'm going on a trip to Italy for my 30th birthday. Excellent. I'm the oldest member of the uh, podcast. Only by a lot. Only yeah. by just a lot. <laughs> so, yes, I will be celebrating my 111th birthday
1: in, 111st. Uh,
0: in Rome. So, wow. wow. Uh, And uh, if that doesn't clue you in, we are not in fact recording these episodes that you will be listening to over the last couple of weeks and this one (laughs) in any sort of (laughs) real time. We have transcended your foolish mortal time stream (laughs) and we now reside in the nth dimension. Where time has no thanks, Hermione. The the "n" stands for no no time. (laughs) "n" stands for who knows what episode this is. That's a good one. (laughs) That's a what? That's a K. Starts with a K. We are recording. (laughs) We were recording this episode on October the tenth. It's a cold, blustery. Oh evening. crap! You know what? I honestly did mean to do this. October the tenth is our birthday. Oh, happy birthday, my friends! I was gonna, I was gonna get a cookie cake that we could eat while we were recording. That says why? Too, that trying. makes me feel much better now. Didn't you do this? I know, I forgot. Good thing you didn't bring a cookie cake because do you realize the power I would have with that cookie cake? It shouldn't go to me. I shouldn't wield the power of the cookie That's cake. True. That's very true. Don't, Don't tempt, tempt me. me. <laughs> So uh before we before we jump on in uh to our movie discussion which by the way you guys know what movie we're talking about today uh, right Yeah should we say it together uh, Absolutely that yes. like a fun change of pace I love pace. that yeah Uh Today, of course, we will the, be talking. Oh, I missed it. <laughs> dang. Okay, start over. <laughs> okay, let's do it again. Count me down. Today, we will be talking about the movie known as The, the Lord of the, the Rings, the, the Fellowship of the, of the ring, ring, or, or the, the Philosopher, philosopher of, of the Ring for our friends, our friends across, across the pond. pond. What you at home don't know is that that just took us about wow. six minutes to actually. It really know that. did. <laughs> it was really awful. Speaking of things that took forever to get right, this is another installment of mm-hmm. our series that we're in the middle of known only as <gasps> Do you believe in magic? Wow, different every week. Mm-hmm. Never sounds the same. It's never the same sound. Professional. Not even, not even once in a row. It's professional. So, Listen, do you think whenever you 2 recorded their big song we all love that they were like, "You know what, mates, let's record that one again." We didn't get, we, got me, it. me, we, can, we got It's Me Bono. It's Me Bono. We got it perfect time, the first time, but let's just keep doing it. Hello, it's Me Bono. So before we jump into to bits and sillies, I just want to say something weird has happened to me regarding this movie over the last few days. Uh, okay, I have never met more people in such a short period of time that do not care for Lord of the Rings as I have in the last mm, seventy two hours. Whoa, really? Yeah, I've how does that even come up? You were telling them about Lord. About of how excited of I hey, am. Do you guys to watch hate it. Lord of the Rings? Really, it was earlier this weekend, and I was I was talking to people about how excited I am to record our episodes about Lord of the Rings. I had two people that I won't shame by saying their names. Tell me, yeah, I, I don't really like Lord of the Rings. I prefer the Hobbit series, actually. Are you kidding? we they no, were like, not you're joking. Not, you're making They up. were not joking. Now, granted, one of them is like 15. So maybe it's an age thing. No. But I don't think so either. No but way. This came out in 2001. How old were y'all in 2001? Not even born yet. Not 15. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not 15. No, you're absolutely right. It is just baffling to me, the number of people that I have met that don't like it. But here's the other side of that coin. They're wrong. I was <laughs> able this weekend, and this is very exciting for me, to watch this movie with myself, with my wife, and with two people who have never seen. Oh, that's fun! Oh, of the wow! Yeah, that's very fun. I have all of their reactions ingrained into my brain. I was like, is, "How did it make them feel to have you record? Yeah, them just watching recording it and of the way. Yeah. <laughs> right was, here for all of us to share." It was. A beautiful Let's go and roll, roll that clip. <laughs> Roll that beautiful bean footage. Sorry, I was starting in Hobbiton. That's great. That's great. (laughs) Yep. That's great. So uh, all that to say, I got Mm. a very fun perspective on first time viewing of this movie this weekend. It was great. I'm riding high after watching this movie. Yes. That's what I'm going to say. Love. And speaking of this movie, do you know what I have for you guys? I don't. I have no idea. I think I, I might can't. know. I can't even see you reaching for your phone. <laughs> I have a little segment of this show that yes. I like to call I Am Doodoo Trivia. Excellent. It's the part of the show where I make up a trivia and give you a real one and you have to guess. Okay. Same rules as last time. Do we remember the score? Yeah, uh, uh, Doge is up two to one. I right. am. Yeah, two to one. I will read them trivia one, trivia two. <clears throat> trivia one. The faint blue glow from Frodo's sword was added in post-production. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> Trivia two: Vin Diesel auditioned for the role of Aragorn. Hold on! No, wait, <laughs> Legolas, what do your elf eyes see? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Gimli. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Are you ready to Let- lock in? No, <laughs> no, I'm not done. I'm not done playing in the Vin Diesel brain. <laughs> let's go hunt some orc. Aragorn was like. I could have beat all of those orc, but I was alone. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see the waveform on that scream. Sorry, Adam. Sorry, Adam. Sorry, I think Adam. we're ready to vote. Is it uh, time? You ready? We're guessing which one's fake, the one you made up. Right. You want to guess the one I made up. Okay. I will say three, two, one, go. You will say the number. Okay. Three, two, one, one. One. The first time we've said the same number. Yeah. The made up trivia is trivia number one. Are you you serious? Vin Vin Diesel Diesel. Diesel Diesel auditioned auditioned for the role of Aragorn. Talk about having a big head. This is around the time of... Wait, the first Fast and Furious came out... 99? uh, 99, I think, yeah. So he was riding high. This was during the Tokyo Drift break. Oh, that's why he wasn't He wanted a franchise, so he was like... I'm gonna be Evergold. Okay. and then wait. Didn't he end up actually getting to do a, a role like that though in a really awful movie about like killing witches, like Witch Hunter or something? It escape was Escape from Witch Mountain. No, it wasn't. That's it. <laughs> it definitely wasn't that. I, I'll look that up. But wow, isn't that insane? This is it's wow. been insane. This is the best thing it that's is, ever happened. to I'm sure people did. They laugh at him. They had to. Is right? he okay? They had to right. Wow. Maybe that, because he was kind of small in the first Fast and Furious and maybe he got laughed out of his Aragorn audition he and was like, up. I'll show them. And I then just has, show has never left the gym since then. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense to me. Wow. Is that not the most wild thing you've ever heard? I feel like we have to stop the podcast now. Okay, we're done. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, in order <coughs> to jump into this the right way, I have only one question. Mm-hmm. Dosh? Mm. Could you tell us a synopsis of this movie, please? Oh, wow. Yeah, I can. <laughs> I'm thrown off wow. by Good how job. literal that question Great job. Uh, so How do I begin to synopsize this movie? Mm. The Fellowship of the Ring tells the first part of a three-part story concerning uh, Frodo's quest to destroy the ring that he inherited from Bilbo, thereby preventing the Dark Lord Sauron from returning to power and making things really, really bad in Middle-earth. In this installment, we visit elves and we fight orcs, and the fellowship is broken by the end of it. And we go to a mine, and we, uh, they call it a mine, a mine, <laughs> a mine, mine, in mine. So, oh, yeah. I don't, I don't feel like I need to get more detailed than that. No, watch That's the, this movie. Movie. This this is, the movie. This is this yeah. is maybe the first movie in this whole thing, besides maybe like Infinity War, where I feel comfortable saying like, just watch this. Yes. Yeah. Please pause this and watch this movie. This movie is is very very. Redacted. I'm not going to tell you what I think Yeah, of it yet. And we'll jump in. I'll jump in right here and say, mm-hmm. maybe just because it's important for me to say this right now, we will probably be spor- spoiling spoilering the entirety of the Lord of the Rings trilogy think, in this first episode. <laughs> I think the maybe. verb you're searching for is spoiling. Oh, yeah. yeah no, no, that, that might one. be it. Yeah. Uh, So if you haven't seen them, stop right here. Yeah. We probably should have given that little warning before Harry Potter, too. No. But, <laughs> Sorry. <yeah. laughs> Bummer. Sorry. So uh, let's jump right in, shall let's we? Jump right in. Uh, we yes. open up this movie with yeah. beauty, in my opinion, and I want to pump on the opening scenes of this movie. You narration, the, the the like flashback I thing. Am. Yeah, yeah, it's very I very am. good. It's, it's the battle with Sauron. Mm-hmm. The first time, what is it like? F- something like is rounded that out is that like, post Galadriel talking about? How the rings were given out. Oh it, no, that a, it does start with talking about the rings, doesn't is, it? Because yeah, I, yeah. I I I love that yeah. too. There's, a, love pump, the there's a pump thing, yeah. there, yeah, yeah. So opening is excellent. So it's it's Galadriel, a voiceover from her setting the stage for like this is the this happened three thousand years ago, right. essentially yep. creation of the rings, how they were given out, why they were given out, who Sauron kind of is, and yeah. then we jump to battle. Yep, out on a battlefield. You know what I'm just putting together? Tell me, Sauron, S A U R O N, right? Yes. Characters all say Sauron. Yeah. So why was I so surprised by Smaug? Yeah, that's fair. It's consistent. That's fair. Oh, nice. Pump to the Hobbit, I guess. Yeah, for continuity, uh, some sort of continuity. Hobbit. That's great. You did it. Also, uh, watching—is it Ian Holm? Is that the actor's name who plays Bilbo? Yes. Yeah. Watching Ian Holm Holm again in this made me also retroactively pump on the casting of Martin Freeman for young Ian Holm. Yeah. Excellent. Well, it was good. His ability to watch and kind of mimic some of those actions. Exactly. Yeah. in, it retroactively makes Martin Freeman's performance in the three movies we just finished talking about so much better, and, mm-hmm. which makes those movies so much more of a travesty. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. sorry, I don't mean to derail. No, no, no. That's great. That's that's good stuff. Um, at our opening battle, we get a lot of big faces. Uh, we get Isildur, mm-hmm. uh, yep. the uh, who, whom Aragorn is a descendant of. Yep. Uh, yep. Uh, far removed. Uh, we get uh our boy Hugo weaving, Il- which Rond. oh yeah, yeah goodness. he's very good in this. Holy moly, man, so good! I remember so thirteen years old mm-hmm. when I saw this movie, mm-hmm. and I remember being so pumped about it and hearing so, it. Got, it had hype; like people were saying, "This is amazing." Sure, uh, people in in movies that I respected and stuff that I would like take their word for it. Yes, this is not just hyping it up. This is going to be awesome. But then for that to be one of the very first scenes, just this expansive battle scene, they flex their muscles. Okay, yeah, big I was going to say, they set the scope of this narrative. Like it, they, they open the gates wide open. Yes, like, hey, here's, here's how it, big this story it is. It holds up Yeah, so well. Oh my goodness. It really so does. Well. Yeah. It really, really does. I think it's probably important to mention right now that we're going to be saying a lot of names and referencing a lot of like yeah. lineage and, and kind of, I guess, lore. I don't really like the word lore, but referencing a lot of lore for Lord of the Rings. Nice. Uh, yeah. so good one. So this is, I guess, just further confirmation of, if you haven't watched this, you're just probably going to be pretty it. lost. So we would recommend, watch the movie for the best listening experience. Right. Mm. As pretty much always, Yeah, actually. kind of standard recommendation mm-hmm. for our silly show. Yeah. Shall we head to Bag End? Oh, please. Okay, so we're in Bag End. Everything, the set, I love that that place is still there. That's yes. a bucket list place for me. Yes. Um, and then the reunion, what was so neat is that they were able to do a reunion of these two people, and again, this isn't after we've seen the the Poo Poo Hobbit series. It's like the first time we've seen this reunion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but in the way it's portrayed, you feel happy for them to be back together. Yeah, I buy. I totally right? buy it. I buy it outside of the Hobbit, but I will say, watching the Hobbit movies and then going right into this, this is the first time I've done it that a way it almost enriched and informed that relationship a little bit for me. Like I right. I, I hated it because yeah. they're the best part of the, you know what I right. mean? Right. And yeah. I think that's the thing. They're the only part of those movies that works. And so maybe that's a proof of concept for a Hobbit movie done well, it can actually inform our understanding of Lord of the Rings and make it even a little bit better. Yeah. I yeah. completely agree. So to be episodic, I guess, for the sake of it am i am i using that wrong i'm trying to be cool like doge no you're good <laughs> okay so we'll so we're starting in hobbiton in bag end yeah right and so uh we also see you know gandalf's coming up a uh, little horse drawn carriage we see frodo mm-hmm. we sitting up against the enormous tree enormous pump on the practical effects i think th- they even do it better than the hobbit yeah. i get a real sense of the size of the hobbits versus yes. the size of the full size people and like the the fact that it's I think a hundred percent practical, yeah, right? I think it is. I hate to say hundred percent. We'll say ninety-nine percent practical. Yeah, I remember when we first see the fellowship actually form. Mm-hmm. Goosebumps, even talking about it. Yes. Them, yep. Uh, uh. Just looking at that frame and being like, "How on earth? Yeah, did they make all these sizes different and everything?" Because that kind of blew my mind. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of things that Weta and and people did for all of the this one for Oscars.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: and a lot of it was cinematography, effects, yeah. and things like that. Yep. They were doing kind of correct me if I'm wrong, groundbreaking kind oh, of absolutely. thing. Oh my gosh. Nothing yeah. like this had ever been done before. So just fantastic. And yeah. so um, there's a lot of fun things that we get to do. If I'm jumping too far ahead, let me know because it's also We're, like, we how do got we... got about an hour to yeah, talk about Yeah, one of this our worries movie. is how yeah. do we pace ourselves through this? We have to go um, roughly three times watching Speed. Yeah. <laughs> this is a three-hour movie. They do a really good job in the very first few minutes in Bag End introducing all of our Hobbits yes. and then being consistent with what they've got them doing. Oh, the, can I just say... I love all four of our main hobbits so, so much. much. Almost the collective four of them were almost my super pump. So much, really. and and where they built it right now is what makes things that happen later so heartbreaking. Yes, In yeah. in the fellowship breaking, and and right. a lot of it, it's also this this core group is breaking up, which is right. tough. Yeah. Um, but then we have Sam, who's kind of snooping in the garden. Um, but really, it's all he wants to do is be by Frodo's side and help him. So, like we see yeah. that already, and then we've got Marion Pippin stealing the fireworks and just so causing good. a whole bunch of hubbub. Again, amazing effects with the dragon coming down to swoop yeah. down. It, it, that's the thing is, all the effects hold up, and I think it's because we took our time and we used them sparingly. I think it's the same reason that the original Star Wars trilogy holds up, though it is much older. But like in this kind of movie, we're not. We're not just throwing money at the screen right. to make a cool thing happen. Like sure, everything yeah. is thought out. Every single effect has a purpose. Right. And so that helps us kind of economize our computer images to help us suspend our disbelief. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and an example of that would be, I think, the orcs. Um, yes. Oh my gosh. They're, they're all, work. they so good in yeah. this. And, and they're all practical. And, yeah. and I think that helps us feel immersed in what is happening. Yes. Absolutely. Rather than distracted by how bad it is standing out from what is around. Well, and yeah. even even, I mean, jumping way ahead to Moria, even when the, the cave troll the cave troll holds up great. I was going to say even when the orcs are climbing up the. Pillars, oh yeah, it looks and amazing. It's, it's clearly like that's a little bit of wire work. Like they're moving their arms in a weird way, and it right. doesn't a hundred percent look believable. But it still looks; it still carries that physical threat in a way that right. I think a digital creation just can't do. Right. Yeah. And so uh, here in the Shire in Hobbiton, we get a lot of really wonderful Gandalf moments. I think we get. Oh my goodness! Yes. Uh, you know, do not mistake me for a conjurer of cheap, cheap tricks. We get throwing the ring into the fire. We yep. get uh, touch it; it's quite cool. All that. Good yeah. stuff. <laughs> uh We we get a lot of, uh, for me, just kind of iconic Gandalf moments. I think Ian McKellen's performance is. Absolutely incredible, oh my god I think I think when I was a kid watching this, I missed a lot of the nuance of it, yeah, uh, nuance of it, yeah, but uh in particular the moment whenever he has his back to the fire because he can't even bear to watch to see is, is this the one ring yeah, and yeah. then the the disappointment across his face when frodo says, oh no there's there's writing on it it's yeah. in some kind of elvish, just the way that he subtly conveys that. He knows what they're. Gandalf knows what's about to, what's about to happen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Yeah, for sure, it really is. Um, should we? Should we jump to uh, what would be next? Maybe Brie. Let's go to Brie. Talk about, or maybe talk about Gandalf and Saruman real quick. Oh yeah, that is next, isn't yeah. it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Gandalf, Christopher Lee is phenomenal. Oh yeah. An excellent casting. I think that that's just going to be. Let's go ahead and get that out of the way. Every time we talk about a new character, I think one of the three of us is going to say they're so great or they're yeah, phenomenal. Yeah, honestly, so, Christopher Lee is excellent casting, in yes. Yes, completely. Uh down to the voice. I mean, everything oh he goodness, does yeah. is magic in this little. Even yep. even the the nose prosthetics for Gandalf and for Christopher Lee. Like they're both wearing false noses. Right. right. And the way that they're able to convey character through their prosthetics yeah. is just so good. Like it, it's just there's a whole other level of detail. Yeah. In yeah. the, the eyebrows for mirror. Well, and a sign deal. of good acting too. And as as we start talking about it, and I don't want to forget about making this point, but uh, we'll start saying all the names. And, and these are big names too. Not not necessarily, Maybe Vigo Mortensen was not a big deal yet. Like this yeah. is what made him a all big deal. Buddy, you know. <laughs> but there are, you know, like Sean Bean and all these different people that end up being a part of this. How brilliant of the production side Um to make it an immersive experience to film all three at once, and essentially you're also having them just sign a contract instead of, oh, the first one comes out, phenomenon, let's make it again. I would imagine it would have cost more for some of these actors. And so what they've done is signed them onto a contract and then just reap the benefits you, after that. Instead of making three movies, you're making one ultra movie. Yeah. Ultra movie. Yeah. Mega movie. Right. Exactly. Got it. Uh, so Saruman and Gandalf are like, "No, you did. No, you're bad. No, I don't think so. You should follow me." It's a big spat. Uh, big spat. Big spat. Lots of stuff. Bree. Yeah. Yeah. Can go to Bree. To the uh, prancing pony. To the, the prancing, prancing pony. pony. Oh man, I, I gotta say, I love Aragorn
1: so yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah.
0: This. It pains me to say that his moment in this establishment is not my super pump. I want it to be. Talking about him sitting in the corner, yeah, yeah. with the hood and the oh, it's so you know, with good. The smoke coming up, he's yeah. so great. And I really want it to be my super pump, but it can't be. And I, I just want to say huge pump on all of the prancing pony. Everything now, you, that happens there. Correct me if I'm wrong. Vigo Mortensen was not intended. He was not. Be. Stuart Townsend was cast as Aragorn, and so Viggo Mortensen was helping train people in sword fighting. Is that right? I'm not. I'm not familiar with that. Maybe. So that's that's how I remember it. I okay. should have double checked for the sake of the podcast. Sure. But I believe he was there to help them train in the sword fighting stuff, and sometimes he would be a stand-in. Okay. Uh, almost, almost like a, a Harrison Ford s Han Solo situation, to yeah. where he was on set, and then somebody does a double take and is like, "Oh shoot." Wait you would be better. Right. Yeah. And, and ends up and comes in and, and does that. For and them. thank the Lord for whoever the person who right. made that call was. Yeah. Because yep. oh man, is Vigo the right call? Uh, we skipped right past our Peter Jackson cameo. Oh,
1: oh he's got like the, a hood on
0: in, yeah. in Brie, right? He's eating a carrot. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. in Bree <laughs> eating a big, a big, big carrot just in the wanted to rain. be there because you know you know how people like to stand outside in the rain in the mud and eat a big carrot you, well you, you, know, know you have you to you know I do that's exactly uh, what happens also I stay dry real quick we should talk about the the ring wraiths. Uh sorry we're, we're jumping all over at this beginning section but the, those ring wraiths are hunting our poor little hobbits down on the road and we get Oh, such a good scene when they're hiding yes. under the massive root. Yes, yeah. And I just don't road. want to skip over that. No, that's good. I'm glad that you did that. The design oh. of the Ringwraiths is very, very good. I think it could have gone, it could have gone Dementor on it. You know what I mean? Right. Where it's like they're skeletal, and if because the Dementors never really feel like a physical presence, right, In right. Harry Potter, they're, they're and that's because they're a digital creation, a little yeah. too yeah. ethereal. Yeah, yeah. I think that this feels so much more grounded and. Yeah. Because of that. So scary. Well, and they're, I mean, even down to the, their horses are frightening with the nails up through the hooves. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just yeah. Disturbing this, they, and gross. They were they kept me up at night yeah. for sure. Reading so about them, them seeing them kid. on screen. Yeah. There's just something about looking out into the darkness in real life and being like there, there could be one there and I couldn't see it. Yeah. And I do I want wanna, to reaffirm that I would I would still rather be hunted by Dementors than by the ring wraiths. Yeah. I do I do want to dump on the fake out when the ring wraiths kill those poor pillows. Oh yeah. <laughs> the Killos. Um nice. That that falls into those things where we sh- the the tension arises not from the narrative, right? The tension in that is it's because we're, we're shooting it in a way that's intentionally misleading, which can work sometimes. That's a, a genre trope that I don't feel like <laughs> fits here. Yeah, it right. almost feels like oh, stupid! You well, thought that what I was showing you and was that is actually from the brooks, happening, right? Here's here's my only thing with this scene that that redeems it for me is I think we're being shown what the ringwraiths believe they're doing. Does that make sense? Like from the ringwraiths' perspective, they are coming in to kill those hobbits and it is about to happen. Yeah. And then I can, we get the moment of relief of, okay, they were wrong. I could defend that if it weren't head hopping where we're jumping from a different, jumping to different POV. And like, it, it makes yeah. sense to head hop among your protagonists. Like we can have a scene from Frodo's POV. We can have one from Aragorn. We can have one from Legolas. But then to immediately jump and to have one from the ringwraiths in the same place, that's not really advancing the narrative. It's still telling the same I get that. mini story. Just feels weird to me. I've never yeah. really liked that. So it is from the book. There we go. That's just my co- dump. Confirm, I'll, but still, yeah. Oh, the dumb. way that Sorry, it was done. Not even said? close okay. to my super wanna, dump. That's yeah. yeah. just I gotta dump out of the way so yeah. we can say we're being fair. <laughs> <laughs> and let's talk about how much we love this movie. <laughs> sure. Um yeah. well they get hooked up with Strider. Yep. Strider. Embry. Uh, and uh they're off kind of on their merry way at that point, huh? In their Pippin' way, exactly. Pippin way, yeah, yeah. Pippin along on their merry way. are you guys team merry or team pippin'? Pippin, yeah, Pippin as well. I think I'm Team Mary. Really oh, cool, mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. If I if I have the right one in my head, I think I'm Team Mary. You're you're a Brandy Buckaroo. Yeah, Brandy Brandy Buckaroo is uh, <laughs> my Twitter handle. Follow me. Gosh, <laughs> that might be a bad. Twitter. Yeah, don't I don't, follow, know, that don't Twitter. follow that Twitter, <laughs> follow yeah, that Twitter handle unless you like the show at Brandy Buckaroo. Let us know if you listen to two chunks and a hunk. And then we have the chase, right? Is that what happens next? The Wraiths Can oh, yeah. after them? The long chase? So, I think the next super important thing that happens, and we're going to have to jump over, we may end up jumping over your favorite part. We're going to jump over a lot of this. We're going to jump over a lot because we got to get through it in an hour. Yeah. I think the next big thing to talk about is Frodo gets stabbed. Yes. Right? And his eyes get all glassy and with weird. And he blade. gets a lot of snot. Yeah, exactly. So snotty. Oh, but he looks this, bad. Yeah. because of this, we have the introduction of Arwen. Oh. With Tywo. With, t- with, with Tywo. Tywo. So, he gets stabbed, they get chased super cool effect again that still holds up. This is the one effect that I was like, this might not hold up. Yes. But it did when we have the romping, roaring river of... Water ponies, yeah, exactly. Just destroys the ring. Yeah, I don't know and what it, else to call no, it. Why why it? You I, it. Why isn't that the name of our podcast? <laughs> yeah. Water ponies. Welcome to romping, roaring river of water ponies. I am so impressed that you just said that in one take. It's hard. It's romping, really roaring river of water ponies. I did, you it, did too. it too. I did it first, so I don't have no, to do it again. That's true. You're yeah. right. We each did it in one take. Let us leave five stars on iTunes. Let us know how uh, good uh, we are. Podcasts. I want to pump on Arwen. Yeah, yeah, Liv Tyler was a question mark going in. I was like, that's kind of strange. Yeah. She, had she done Armageddon already? I think so. I think maybe. So. so she had a little bit of on-screen time, and it, I think it was still this in-between of, maybe is, is she more known as being Steve Tyler's daughter? Right. Or yeah. well but' this a favor? What's the crazy happening? thing about her in this movie is that the whole time I am watching, I don't want to close my eyes. I don't want to fall asleep. Yeah. Because I'll miss her. her. Yeah, you don't, I don't want to miss a thing. Yeah, don't yeah, miss exactly. A thing. Perfect. Wow, I hate that. <laughs> Makes me want animal crackers, I think. Why? From from the movie, from Armageddon. Oh. <laughs> Dude, super deep. You're a Armageddon. much better movie fan. From Armageddon. <laughs> there's 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 animal they they make out and they have a Oh animal, yeah, is that the one with the little curly headed girl puts them in her soup? Monkeys and rabbits they go loop to loop. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I thought. Yeah. That's my favorite Aerosmith song. Oh, I love it so much. Uh, Steven. He's a real. Uh, true. Hey, you guys yo. want to talk about Lord of the Rings? Oh, that's a good idea. Let's do that. She saves him. Oh, she does. She does a good job of it. She does a really good and job. And then we head to one of our favorite places. Yes. Rivendell. Ooh, love that. Rivendell. Uh, do you are you guys uh Team Rivendell or Team Lothlorian? Mm, Lothlorien. I agree Lothlorian. Ah, Lothlorian is really cool Looks is better so That's too. the one I'd want to live so in So much too. cooler than Rivendell Anyway yeah. okay We love Rivendell We're excited to get to Lothlorian In a little bit Well but we gotta stay in Rivendell Because big stuff happens yep. Big stuff So uh, We get old Bilbo We get scary Bilbo We let's get just scary that Bilbo And we get the formation of the Fellowship Okay let's talk about that Can we yep. talk about and that? And we get Aragorn With the sword Yeah we do uh, Wait Don't go over my super dump Oh Ooh. And then tell me if it can be one. But when we get old scary Bilbo. Yeah. And he does the yeah. Like. Yeah. Thing, yeah. I don't super dump on that. Because it was scary. I think it was supposed to be. I think it was supposed to be an allusion to. He had the ring for so long. Look at how, how close he was walking a fine line between he and yeah. becoming a Smeagol type right. character. It's a moment right. for Frodo right. to go. What, what am I getting myself? Into? Yeah. I'm, right. I'm in trouble. I I don't know if I liked. I know I didn't like because I, it's in my super dump. Using the effect that they did, yeah, I agree. Um, it's a, little, a little cheesy because that seemed out of the realm of possibility in this world. Yeah, to me, I agree. To have a face transformation, anamorphic type thing that, that goes rapidly on, too, and that rapidly. I mean, I I really do think I nearly died in theaters. Oh, I was so scared the first yeah, time I saw this. Wee. I still get tense every time I know it's coming. Woo so wee. his transformed face. I agree. It is weird because his transformed face looks so much like the little werewolf son from The Monsters to me. Oh, wow. <laughs> that yes. That's it, good. It is but unbelievable. I think, I think his teeth kind of get a little pointy they too. Are, yeah, they're they all pointy. Yeah. And so that's why I was like, no. It's a I, weird one. Yeah. I don't think so. Because, I mean, the understanding is that Smeagol looks the way he does because he's 500 years old. Right. Right. Exactly. That's not like the ring has turned him into a, a monster. Right. Yeah, so I was I got it. I totally get what you're trying to do, but that was clearly a special effect. And if you're yeah. being so smart and conservative about how you're using those, I count that as a waste. Yeah, yeah, so, I agree. And that's my super dump. I agree. Interesting. I respect that. I'll d- I dump on that as well. By yeah. the way. Yeah. Um, but I want to talk about the formation of the fellowship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to talk about uh, just sort of that whole scene, and and I want to start with. Gimli breaking his axe. Yes, so good. So love, cool. Yep, and, and I think it characterizes Gimli immediately. It's that just like the when things, I'm, yeah. That's the thing that I love about this scene is because we get bite-sized introductions to all these characters, and it yes. is their full character. Yep. Yeah, exactly what As we did are. with the Hobbit. Yeah, when when we were in in Bag End, that's we're totally true. much like that in Hobbiton. So, yep. um, it's just brilliant screenplay. Yep. I think it's done so well. And uh, because of sort of the brilliance of everything that happens in this scene in Rivendell, um, this is my super pump. Ooh. It This moment in this movie is sort of the- It's the fellowship of the ring. It is. And it's and it's sort of the epicenter of everything I love about this movie, yeah. which is, I, I always like to think about this movie is setting up the dominoes that will be knocked over in the following two movies. Yeah. And mm. um, that's sort of the structure of this movie is yeah. everyone you need to know, everything you need to understand, every place that's important. And now those people will go to those places to do those things. Yeah. And that's sort of how this movie functions. This is the domino of all the dominoes. Yeah. This is the moment where we meet everybody take, take who managed to. Us. Uh, ho- title writers of the Hobbit series actually do what you say you do in the title. Yeah. yeah. That's helpful. I think a uh, good point. But th- this the, whole The implied and feared desolation of Smell. Yeah. Right. The quick, rapid desolation. Of <laughs> the um, very long battle of five armies. But uh, th- this whole, I mean, what is this scene? 10 minutes? Yeah. I, sure. if, if that long. Yeah. This, this 8 to 10 minutes of this movie is the make or break scene of this movie for me. I have a pump mm-hmm. that is inside your super pump. Oh, it's like a little… Uh, there's, like a, a little there's a lot of pumps in here. Beef I think Wellington. We have, yeah. Exactly. Uh, this is the Beef Wellington of podcast entertainment. And <laughs> that comes in the reveal of Aragorn yeah, as the, so the heir of Isildur. So good. Uh, When Boromir says, Gondor has no king. Mm. Gondor needs no king. Because his dad is the steward steward, of Gondor. Like, he's devoted his life to protecting Gondor. Yep. And the idea that this random guy can come and supersede his authority Mm. is incredibly distasteful to Boromir. This Mm. is the first third of my super pump. Oh, okay. Interesting. So I can talk about the last, the last two-thirds of it, or we can wait till we get there. Do you want to you space it out? Let's space, we'll it, space out. it out. We'll space it out. And here's the thing. Uh, Boromir actually has another moment uh, later on with Aragorn that was almost my super pump. And it was... Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Right when you said, let's not go into the two-thirds. Well, I didn't know that fell was fell into two-thirds. it. This that's is funny. very interesting. You this have is going fallen to be into crazy my trap. <laughs> if we end up having the same one in a movie like this, that's going to be really weird. Um, but uh, a pump that I had also at the Fellowship Was when Frodo says, I'll take it. Oh, good. I'll take the ring. But you you talk again about how Ian McKellen had that moment where we just had his face and he has the realization, oh, this is the one ring. We see again, they give us his perspective. looking at his face when Frodo has said, I'll take it. And oh my. How it clearly breaks Gandalf's heart. It breaks his heart. I want to pump on Elijah Wood's performance in that scene as well, because he communicates something. And it's something that I don't know that I ever really picked up on until this time through. Yeah, Um, But he communicates with the way that he handles himself in this scene. So much fear, but also selfishness. Yeah. He he simultaneously communicates, I am afraid to do this and I will do it anyway. But at the same time, he seems to be communicating, I don't want anyone else to have this. Yeah. Yeah. And, I think that's great. And it's so nuanced and so good. good. This yeah. is also the first time I've picked that up. Yeah. Is there a layer of... Gandalf says the ring is going to try to return home. Is there a layer of the ring influencing Frodo to say, "Hey, take me home?" I think so. Take oh, me back for to Sauron. Sure. I yeah. think so. I've never picked up on that until this yeah. time. He he just he does something with his face that's almost a jealousy for the ring. And you, yeah. what's great too is man, how you get to manifest like the ring is a character. Like how crazy, yeah. how awesome yeah. is that? Uh and there's a way that you get to do that obviously by the dialogue and the characters of other people uh in the movie, but with the ring too, now that you've said that, it's like the ring is, is telling Frodo to pick me because he knows, or what it knows, that Frodo will take the ring at least close enough to Sauron. Whereas if Boromir has it, it's going straight to Gondor to fight, yep. Yep. To fight everybody in the world. And if, if someone else has it, it's not going to go right. where it needs to go yep. for ultimate power. And I don't think Amazing. I've ever fully appreciated that until yeah, this time meaning. around. Yeah, I I think I used to at a younger age dump on Frodo just because he seemed so like, no, I did too. Yeah, I didn't know? like and, him. And, and I didn't I, understand. I, I wanted Aragorn to be the hero. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, right. Or even Sam. Or somebody yeah. who was like, not such a wimp, but I get it. Like you the ring has that kind of effect on you. Yeah. But um, we've got our fellowship together. They give us a what does not feel out of place. There's there's movies sometimes to where they'll give you here's the whole squad, and you feel like, well. That was kind of going what out we, of your way sort of to show everybody all together. Um, but it didn't feel too much like Dillard's photo shoot. <laughs> but, but it was like everybody's all together. And I think that was to, again, let's flex our muscles and show. Yeah, here's exactly what they completely look like. Agree. But, and and this is so where good. we start to get the big sweeping landscape shots that this series uh, is really well known we, for. We, we barely kind of had it in the brilliantly shot chase scene. Before we get to Rivendell, but no, the sweeping. No, this is just them journeying. Basically, they're they're boxed into a corner. They have to go through Moria. Yes. Yeah. Right. Is that a co- okay place to pick it up? Yeah, let's let's, go, to jump, let's yeah, go to Moria. Speak, friend, and enter. Go to Speak, friend, and enter. So is such a wonderful scene. I think. Big, big dump on the Kraken in the pond. Yeah. I don't yeah. love that. That does not hold up, and we do not need that. I don't love that, but I do love. I do love. It is in the. It is in the book. But yes, the door. Mm-hmm. We could have done without. I love the door. I think we. I think we should a hundred percent eliminate Squidward from this story. I like it as a way to force mm-hmm. them in when they decide that they might not want to go in, but I, well, I, it also means you can't go back out. Right. Because yeah. it, it destroys everything, right? So yeah, I think I think I mean I understand having that in a book, and again, narrative structure is super different in a long form novel than in a three hour movie. Sure, uh, than in a tight three hour movie, I think we could have just we could have saved that time and said, "Hey, there's an enchantment. We can't open the door. Back up. Yep. the speaker's on the outside. I can't hear a safe. Friend. <laughs> they <laughs> right can't up. tell we're saying friend. And we're in here. Uh, I'm going to yep. pump two things immediately when we walk into Moria. Okay, hit me. Uh, and and this was kind of the nutshell. Uh, spark notes version of why they won Oscars for certain things. But we go right into Moria and they talk about how this is one of the, the greatest hall in all of maybe middle earth, but definitely for the dwarves. How did they make something so simple at first? Because all we see are the massive columns seem so epic. Like yeah. they made that wonderful. I'll tell you how Howard shore. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Plays with Mahart's (laughs) strengths. He won an an Oscar. And the violin strings. Yes. Yes. He won an Oscar for this movie. Um, But just any combination and then how it just fits. It's like you have your lower brass anytime there's either like a fight or the dwarves. And then Mm -hmm. they get to be really kind of ethereal with the elves. I think it's just so good. So good. And speaking of dwarves, we do get this wonderful scene in uh, the room at the well. Yes. Where we discover the body of Balin. R.I.P. man. R. I. Now P. we know who that is. Yeah. Now we've spent three movies with him. Yeah. I know. Bummer. It's yeah. But uh we get uh we get our good buddy. Is it Pippin that knocks it down the well? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pippin knocks it down the well, and next time he should just go ahead and jump Full in. Of and, like, yeah. his, Full of a took, you know. When we were when we were told. I went through this phase in high school, uh, and I, I do regret it. But there was a time <laughs> Fedora's and it was not Fedora's, it was Fedora's of the mouth in which <laughs> <laughs> I called. I called people that I disagreed with, jokingly. I refer to them as fool of a toque. No, you didn't. And thought that I was just about the funniest person who'd ever been born. No, uh, that's pretty funny. Though. I don't believe you. I a hundred percent. This is a uh, real a thing. Toque. A real thing that happened. I for, dig it. Yeah, it was. It's rough. I dig it. It is kind of fedora of the mouth. It a little bit point, is. It? Yeah. Uh, we also get a heartbroken Gimli. Uh, and I think it Carter, goes, what does he sound think like? think it something like... <laughs> 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 okay, I did not know this until <laughs> like many times having watched this movie. Carter <laughs> played Gimli? Carter played Gimli. No, you know who did play Gimli? Yeah. Uh, John Rice davies uh-huh. Sala from Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah. Indy. Had, yeah, yeah, same No guy. idea. Love, love it. pretty crazy, yeah. Um, we all knew that. Love, <laughs> love how he gets to say, "Okay, cool." We, I, okay. Oh, I get really excited. Is this the first time we get to really see them fight All together? Yes, I think so. yes. Yeah. and they did it in a closed space. I know. It's so good. It's wild. O M G! And we get Legolas we get the is hopping all over him, shooting through the door, but, for but, but not through the. But not in a, a dumb way. Oh, Legolas is hopping, but gosh. not in a dumb like right. anti gravity. And I want to say just real quick. This movie has, I got worried going into fellowship because this is the first time I've rewatched The Hobbit in forever. And I was like, have I built up Legolas in my mind to be, it's only been about a year since I've rewatched these, but I was like, have I built up Legolas to be, no, he's back. He's amazing. He's the way he was meant to be in Orlando Bloom. I love you again. His yeah. contacts don't distract me in this. Correct. I thought they would. So the story is that they keep kept forgetting to put in his blue contacts. So there's some scenes where Legolas has Orlando Bloom brown eyes. Yeah. And sometimes he has Orlando blue eyes. Orlando blue eyes, exactly. It doesn't um, bother me. It's cool. I'm, I'm glad that we get to see the trifecta of Gimli, Legolas, uh, Aragorn oh, yes. At, yes. at this point because, yeah. um, man, they balance each other so well. And it's yeah. so cool to see them fight together. Um, your classic, it's been used a million times in movies. This one did it. One of the best times I've ever seen when you're hiding behind the column and the, yeah, the yeah. camera does the thing to where you're like, you know, it's there, but it ends up coming out the other side. Yeah. Cave yeah. troll looked pretty good. Cave troll held up a couple me. times. A yeah. couple times it got a little shreky. Yeah, <laughs> but by and large, looked Get pretty. A of my good death. mains, <laughs> cool death, finish him move with legolas. Yeah, yeah that big big was time. really great. Much love. Big time. I actually, I actually want to pump on the fake out of Frodo getting stabbed. And I, I, the reason I want to pump is because I saw it through the lens of a couple first-timers who literally went, oh my gosh, again. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> and then when it was the reveal of the Mithril. Mithril. Yeah. And they went, oh. And I was like, that's exactly what Peter Jackson wanted in that moment. Yep. 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 So was good. Beautiful. I loved it. And it illustrates the Mithril. Yeah. Right? Now we know what it does. And now yeah. we see how it works. Now we're trying to get out of there. scramble, out of scramble, the scramble. Another expansive, like, huge shot when we do have the creepy crawly... Uh-huh. Goblin orcs, uh-huh. so V-good. And they're surrounding them. They're surrounding them, and then they've awakened something. Uh-huh. <laughs> they've awakened something from deep, deep, deep in the earth. Something ancient. This holds up like oh, so well. My gosh. Nothing I have seen. The Balrog that. is amazing. Balrog <laughs> absolutely holds up. I'd say better than some special effects in movies that have been released in the last year. Oh, yes. absolutely. Like it, it works. And I don't know how it a hundred percent works. S- sparing. Absolutely. It's just very sparing, like when it roars and you can see the heat waves and just how it's kind of enveloped in smoke most mm-hmm. of the time. So and we don't technically stands- see, yeah. Oh my gosh. This is an example of one of those spoilers we were talking about, but the payoff of all of what's about to happen in like one of the, is it the opening scene of Two Towers? I think so. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Just falling yep. in darkness. Yep. Ugh. Gandalf fighting the Balrog. Give oh, it to me. man, it's so I good. I need it. Yeah. It's so good. It's so, so good. He sh- the Balrog shall not pass. Yep, right? He certainly he shall, not pass. shall He certainly he not. breaks that bridge. He Fly falls down. Fly you fools. Look out. Magna Whip yep. grabs mm-hmm. him around the ankles. Fly you fools. Uh, So Ian, the, this was the only time we ever had an acting nomination mm-hmm. for Oscar. And it, it was in this one for Gandalf, for Ian yeah. um, wow. which is just so good. Then we have really heartbreaking. Everyone yeah. like thinks he's gone. And speaking of people who think he's gone, this will be the last time I mentioned the two newbies watching Lord of the Rings with me. At this moment of recording, they still believe that Gandalf died in Fellowship of the Ring. Hey, yep. now. Isn't that the greatest thing yeah, in the yeah, world? Yeah, that's really good. great. I can't wait to hear what they think when he comes out. I'm very excited about they it. Hey, don't, don't let them listen to this. No, I won't. Okay. <laughs> they will have watched it before this comes out. That's that, true. That goes back to how we talked about how a lot of people probably didn't read Lord of the Rings right. when this yeah, came out. Right, And so it gets to have this extra effect on everything. So, uh, oh, and everybody's sad. And then Gimli's like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> The crying, everybody sitting around crying Yeah, almost didn't work for me. Yeah. This oh, okay. Was good there, there was almost a like. Oh, okay, this isn't the CW. Like he it died. but You didn't know him that well. I will say this. I want to acknowledge the joke that is set up in the chase from the Balrog. Okay, nobody tosses a dwarf. Yeah, oh, let's yeah. just let's just all as a collective group hold on to that. Remember those words. Yeah, we'll we'll call back to that later on. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we get him crying outside, and we get some uh, some 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 walkie walks. I hey, didn't it feel good to be chased. By a thousand enemies and not feel Magui. Yes. Yes. Yep. There it's is a mix of these people being capable to actually fight back. Yes. Um. You're just oh oh when there's a camera shot that they do maybe a couple times, but I think the first time was in Moria near the bridge of uh-huh. Doom, But when Legolas, like the camera is from the arrows point of view, uh-huh. going through the through the head of Homeboy from yeah. like 500 yards away. Yeah. Yeah. So incredible. So after after we mourn Gandalf. W- Yep. Is is Lothlory in the next place yep. we need to talk about? Yeah, yeah. okay, because they're sad, so sad. They're we'll get, sad, and then they're uh, and the elves are singing for him mm-hmm. because he's a, legend, like, he's a legend. A legend da of, da of yeah, died from the bow. Rod. Great. Grinch died. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly, cool. perfect. Uh, so we get, <laughs> goodness gracious, we get Galadriel. We right. do. Kate How do we Blanchett, feel about the my reviews? I love her, man. She pump. she really is a huge pump. Um, I think do they they don't even tell us it's her voice at the beginning, right? But I think you kind mm, of correct. recognize it as soon as you mm, hear yeah, her. Yeah, um, she just carries like this elegant power. It's such a weird. I think she makes it look way easier than it actually was to Absolutely. portray. Man, she does the same as Hela and Thor Ragnarok. She, yeah, she has this gift of portraying terrifying elegance yeah oh yep. that's really good and she does the opposite in indiana jones in the kingdom of the crystal skull sure, sure. where she's just everything bad. Does the opposite in yeah. indiana jones in the kingdom of the crystal skull that's true uh but you we get movie, while we you. are in uh avatar elf world mm-hmm. uh, oh, well, well done while we while we are here we get uh some scheming some plotting and we get some uh looking into water We have also, before we look into water, we have the second third of my super pump, which is when Boromir and Aragorn are talking and Boromir says, you and I, we could be stewards of Gondor, essentially. You Mm -hmm. and I, we could fix Gondor. And Aragorn, Viggo Mortensen plays this so well. The look on his face when he says... I know that that can't be what happens because I he like doesn't want to be king. You what right? I an mean? actor! Yeah, it, it's just their their continuing relationship. So you can probably guess what the last third. Oh, is I definitely be. can. But it was we'll get there. We'll right. get there in a little bit. Uh, but I, I want to spend a couple seconds at the bowl of water. Yep. Because great love. I actually love the effect of the tower moving closer to Frodo as he looks on. I find it very frightening. Yeah. Yeah, I dig it. I want to super dump in this moment. <gasps> Do it. On the effect of Galadriel, yeah, when she turns all dark and negative, I, I this is an example of I blamed it in the Hobbit and was like they shouldn't have done it this time. It worked in Fellowship. It doesn't work in Fellowship. Didn't work there. I either. was wrong. No. It doesn't work. It anywhere. looks really bad. It they probably could really have done it. How because Gandalf has a moment like this too. Yes, uh, because where he just almost feels like he's just becoming a tree yeah. and just is, everything goes dark it's, around it's, him. It's it's voice. really like camera work. It's more yeah. camera work than special effect. But yeah, I agree with that. It 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 is cringy actually. Like. In, in a movie full of wonderful effects and wonderful moments, this sticks out like a sore thumb as a moment that I felt the need to apologize to the room of people I was watching the movie with. I was like, it's the worst thing in the whole series. Don't well, worry and, about and it. Re- and yeah. especially the fact that she comes right out of that and goes, I did it. I passed the test. Yeah. It's, it's like, oh man, this always feels weird. Yeah, Although yeah. I, love, I love her saying, I will go west and remain Galadriel. I think that's great. Yes. I think that's great. The rest of it. Can the, that's the, so much. Be I know. Narratively, this makes sense, but the effect itself is so good. Correct. I totally agree. Correct. And that's the, the effect similar is similar. Super, super dumps. dumps. Similar super dumps. I mm. see. Yeah, I actually yeah. almost jumped on it. But yeah. yeah. So uh, in La Florian, mm. uh is kind of when Frodo decides that he's got to go his own way, right? Way, yeah. way. And he gets Galadriel's tears. What is it? The light. The light of their star. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. So he gets that shadowing and uh, they head off on their swan boats. Exactly. They pass the Kings of Men statues. Love how Gimli is starting to turn around a little bit on the elves. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because he is just as starstruck as we are yep. with Galadriel. Yep. 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 So we get... Uh, now we have the scene. I think the next important thing is the Boromir and Frodo's conversation. Yeah. When Boromir... Has... Right? Ooh, I'm realizing now uh, that it's kind of difficult to talk about this movie at this pace. I know. It's so hard. Because I keep being like, is the movie paced weird? And then I'm like, nope, it's no, us we trying are. to sprint we past are. And everything. it's because it's a, like I said earlier, it's a tight three hours. There's nothing really you can is. cut. And and I want to talk about every aspect, but since we can't, you're right. Let's talk about Frodo and Boromir. Yeah. Um. I want to give all the props in the world to Sean Bean. Bean Sean Bean. Sean Bonn yeah. does an incredible job. His, his moment of, give me the ring. It's mine. Frodo runs away, and then he says, "Frodo, what have I done? I mean, oh, yeah. it is goodness gracious. <gasps> Sean. I mean, Sean Bean is my super pump. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Sean Bean as a whole. Yeah. Um. Because. He's, as far as I remember, I mean, he's really one of our only, so here's what Sean Bean is to me. When a shuttle is taking off to go to the moon, yep. it gets to a certain point, at least gets it to outer space <laughs> yep. before the two big turbines or whatever just kind of fall off to the side. It's like, okay, I've given you enough energy to get this far um, and he is that to me. Yeah, I yeah. wish I had better terms for no, it. No, that I, you crushed. I it. don't speak out of space because well, yes, he does that for. He does the rings. What? Yes, and he does that for for Game of Thrones. Absolutely, and he does that for National Treasure. And it's not only. <laughs> oh goodness, yeah, gracious! It's all the it's all the uh, plot carrying type yeah. stuff. Yep. And that's that's such a massive weight. He contextualizes Aragorn in a way that I don't think I realized until this watch through. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, and, and he even serves to contextualize Frodo. Yeah, as the rightful ring bearer. Exactly. So he also just big pump on his relationship with Merry and Pippin. Yes. We see that a thread. They're wrestling. Through. Oh, I love it yeah. so much. They're so it, they're. It's fantastic. I'm yeah. running out of words. It's so good. It is so good. Um. So we have the confrontation then with the orcs, right? The, Sorry. The, the orcs. These are Urukai. Were you yeah. done? I we no, we jumped no we're all good over your super. That's guy. totally Sorry. fine. So now we have the confrontation uh, after after this performance this this scene we have the confrontation with the Urukai yeah and they're right? a little different than orcs they have ah. the hand of sauron on them because they're being blessed these are the ones that are kind of getting birthed getting born out of the mud incubated from mud poop yeah. yeah from mud poop around uh isengard yeah which the... because sauron has decided tear down them trees yep. but i i love an allusion to how the forest is alive for a little bit because one of the orc comes up and says hey the 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 Force is kind of fighting back. Like yeah. This is a lot harder than we thought it would be. Yep. And even as they're tearing it down, they're terrified of this. So I love how, even though it's not all machinery, we see a machine side to the orc in the urukai. Yeah. Uh, it is very much a mechanical versus natural absolute fight in Middle-earth. And, and that's a big deal for the whole franchise. Mm-hmm. And they the, do it really well to start. The Uruk-hai hold up in a really, really big way. They do. We. They are so scary. Yes. I think they do. And I and the birth, them. the birth of it. the Urukai too. When yeah. you, when they're coming out of that weird so gross. Oh it is disgusting. Although is Mud Placenta a good metal band name? Yes. Okay. And we can go ahead and check that one off for first time. Yeah. Maybe Dibs on ever. that one. Yeah. Wow. That's a good one. Um, after the Frodo and uh Sanban uh confrontation up on top of this hill he and just disappears he bounces i can't do that and uh aragorn has a wonderful scene ooh where frodo is afraid oh yes of him and aragorn comes up and just closes frodo's hand oh it's yeah every time everything is pointing to destiny for this guy it's like wow you have a certain amount of of with of uh what is the word Holding back from something mm-hmm. that you would rather do. Restraint. Restraint. Restrain, yeah. I would follow I would I would have followed you all the way into the fires of Mountain. And Day. the way that he he somehow manages to deliver lines in a sigh or in like this. Like I'm totally in. Like this thing that he does, it's so good. Like mm-hmm. I don't think yeah. I think he gets lost in the performances of Sometimes, or or maybe with me when I'm when I'm talking about how much I love the series, he gets lost in the Ian McKellen's. Well, he's Sean less boisterous than and, them, right? But it's, it's so it's subtle, subtle it's, more subtle. It's really, yeah. really, really well done. Yeah. Uh, but then we get the coolest fight scene of the whole movie so far. Yeah. With our big three going crazy yeah. all over yeah, some yeah. we get Boromir getting shot, shot, shot with arrows. And uh, of course, we get our two baby boy hobbits taken away they to where I wonder. We'll tooken. talk about that. They get taken. So took. Uh, I want nice. <laughs> I want to. I want to talk about. Yep, Boromir. Yeah, let's do it. We've got this time. scene contains my super dump. Whoa, my super dump is that we decided apparently in post that we wanted to include slow motion in our movie. Yeah, and so we said, what can we do? Oh, we'll just play the frame slowly and somebody said Mr. Jackson there's not enough and he said that's fine that's okay with me and just make it look like a slideshow the slow motion in this is so bad it's very yeah bad. it is bad but the death of boromir yep boromir so i'm trying to step on your toes with with scene bean as your super pump no yeah go the the death of boromir his final conversation with aragorn part 3 of the super part pump part 3 of my super pump yep how his arc is completed and and these are the three reasons why Boromir is my super pump. Yeah. Uh, totally took me by surprise. I was not expecting to respond this way to his story, but it it was far and away the highlight of the movie for me this time. Uh his final conversation with Aragorn where he Oof. realizes the necessity. Aragorn, you're a, essentially Aragorn, you're a better man than I because yeah. you resisted the ring. You deserve to be king of Gondor. The way that this plays out in a three beat, we've talked about three beats in the show before, the pattern of a three beat is to establish, to reinforce, and then subvert. So we establish that he doesn't want anybody to be king of Gondor except the stewards in the fellowship scene. We reinforce that when he says, Aragorn, you and I could be stewards of Gondor. And then we finally subvert that in a really meaningful way when he essentially relinquishes rights over Gondor to Aragorn. Mm -hmm. At the well, end of his life. And doesn't he sort of echo Aragorn to Frodo? Doesn't he say something about like I would have followed you or I you would have been my king or 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 something like that along those lines in this moment? Maybe. Uh, it's entirely possible that I'm remembering that because I wish that he had said something. Right, like yeah, that, yeah, no, so. me too. Um, so we, we gotta kinda burn through the very end of what's wow, happening here. Too soon. Uh, there's like a Viking burial and they light Boromir on fire. They but don't yeah. actually. Mm-mm. They just push oh, him over the waterfall. The, Maybe watch uh, the oh, movie forgot, next time. I forgot Carter. Legolas missed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Legolas, is, his contacts were is in. there Wait, is there see. not a burial like that later? There sure is. There's one later. Yeah. We will burn like the heathen kings of old is in two mm. movies. So. <laughs> so it's good. cool, my friend Doge will, or my friend Adam will edit that out. Won't he? <laughs> I don't think he will. Thanks, Adam. Oh, he said no. Never seen She's this. He shaking his head. No, <laughs> no. That's but fine. Uh, so we get another example of something that was almost my super pump here at the very end. Do we it. get Sam running to Frodo in the canoe. Oh, yeah. And when he says, when Frodo says, I have to go alone. Or, or I'm sorry, I'm going to Mordor alone, mm-hmm. and Sam says, "Of course you are, and I'm coming with you." Yeah, oh that sums up Samwise Gamgee perfectly. That Absolutely. and him instant drowning. That's true. I was on, and I think because I I was affected so strongly by Boromir, I was on the brink of tears at his death, and oh, like this man. very nearly pushed me. Yeah, over. I mean, it's just the ending of this movie is so good, and then yeah. of course we get. You know, a final shot of Miriam Pippin being carted away, and then we get our big three. Yeah. Our big three Gimli, Let's go hunt Eglis some more. Or- oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh man. It's awesome. Yeah. It, isn't it though? It really is. I just wanna like I want to go home and watch the two towers as soon as we're done with this. I have already come to grips with the fact that I'm just gonna watch them and then rewatch them when it's time to record the episode. Yeah, that's fair just, enough. I have to do it. <laughs> nice. I literally have to do it. So uh let's sprint through the very end of this episode with uh, ratings and all that stuff. How do we feel about that, boys? Sounds Let's good do to it. me. It's time to do it. Here at Two Chunks in a Hunk, we've perfected the art of movie writing using the art of science, the scientific cinema scale, trademark, Two Chunks in a Hunk, Incorporated, LLC. It is as follows, the best thing we can ever say about a movie is to own it, don't lend it, buy that poster. The next best thing we can ever say is to buy it. After that, it's going to be rented. That's going to be followed by stream it. The second worst and also next thing, wow, butchered that, is going to be forget it. And last, but certainly least, the worst thing we can ever say about a movie, God God hath forsaken forsaken us. Anybody want to go first? I sure do. If you had asked me one week ago before I had watched this, what I would rate it, I would say buy it. I think that I did not, did not really get this movie as a kid. I didn't mm. realize that it was supposed to end on a bummer and supposed to end in this heavy place. Yeah. And I think as I've grown older and watched it, I, I realized that is actually the role that this story needs to play. If we're going to have a cohesive trilogy, this movie is an own it. Don't lend it by that poster for yep. me. This is, Absolutely phenomenal. Probably my favorite movie that we've watched for the podcast so far. So I'm going to jump in right here with my rating. I wanted to give this a buy it because I wanted to be like, well, it's not fair to start off Lord of the Rings with like a crazy high rating. And I wanted to be a fair guy and be like, it's a buy it. I guess so good. But no, I'm sorry. I have to follow my heart. This movie is an own it. Don't lend it. Buy that poster. Get it tattooed on your butt cheeks. This is that good. Uh, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2 is the highest ranked movie in the Harry Potter series on IMDb's Top 250. Okay. They just do kind of a, a 250 based off of their rankings, little sprinkled Metacritic kind of thing in there. Uh, it was number 216. Okay, um, The Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, which is not even the highest rated in the series, is is IMDb's eleventh best movie of all time? Yeah, um, absolutely. By that, by by that poster, um, because it's one of the greatest movies made of all time. It just is. I, spoiler, I guess my the only thing on my walls, outside of an old Shaquille O'Neal poster on the back of my door, is back at home in Lampasas, Texas, where I was growing up, framed them spent the money to frame every movie poster of Lord of the Rings. Yep. Yep. It's literal. Yep. So, buy that poster for Fellowship of the Ring. And I can hear, I can hear the iPhone clicks of Harry Potter fans already revving up their engines. Sorry. Sorry, this is a good one. There's <laughs> yeah, good Harry Potter. stuff. Th- it doesn't diminish how good Harry Potter no, is. No, and I, I bought a Harry Potter poster as well in this, in this series here. Was it so, mislabeled? Were you trying to buy Lord of the Rings? Or no, 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 you no, find no. It in the wrong section? No, it was actually Harry Potter. And so, and we have talked about it, but yeah. the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Oh, it's just a thing. Guys. It's like a, it's like a next level. When you sit down with people, uh, and so say you maybe have a group of 12. Let's say of nine. Let's have a fellowship-sized yeah. group of people. And they vaguely like movies. Uh, what's your favorite movie of all time? There's always going to be at least one person that says, uh, does it count to just put all the Lord of the Rings series together? Yeah. I can't remember the last time that I've done that. And someone doesn't say that. And it's not me. Either says that or they say Return of the King. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. All that to say, it's not a zero-sum game. You can love Harry Potter. You can love Lord of the Rings. You can love Star Wars more than both of them. You can love Doctor Who more than any of these four things. The bottom line is that's the best thing about movies is that you can find what speaks to you and you can love what you love. Yes. Unashamedly. Unless you like Suicide Squad. Yeah, that's a bad one. Mm, not according to you. So as we move forward, let's uh, talk about some shouties. Shouties. I've got a fun shout out for. Oh, give it to us. So young, young man, where I work. Mm. Um, I don't remember his name. It's okay. It's not worth it. Uh, we were talking. <laughs> uh, we were talking. Uh, just a couple days ago, and he said, "Hey, man, you're on that podcast, right?" And I was like, "Yeah, absolutely, two chunks." Yeah. Hey, man, I think it's so cool that you guys are still doing that even though it hardly gets any views. It's cool that y'all are just kind of committing to that. Was that a compliment? No. 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 I don't think he's a bad guy. I think he's a good guy. I think he's I just, a bad person. I think he's a really good guy. But dude, shout out to you. That's, that's my number one super dumb shout out. It yeah. goes to you, faceless man, who thought that only two people... To the contrary, there are thousands and thousands of people that don't really watch it anymore. Because there's but, no videos but now. download yeah. these episodes. So... <laughs> His so good on Nana boo boo. Good on you. This guy's just like man. I can't wait till they watch something other than Infinity War. <laughs> it's been months. Nanner nanner boo boo. Uh, I have another shout out to But go for it. Um, so I had stumbled upon a lunch today uh, to where I got to have lunch with a good friend of mine named Mason. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Mason Hall, and so he was telling me he had actually. It's one of those fun things with the Harry Potter series for him that he really only caught ever. Uh, like bits and pieces it was like he had seen two and five a little bit of six and the end of the last one because it was like some abc family marathon yeah movie marathon he said but i'll tell you what he said like i'm going through the movies now and watching them on the harry potter side like as soon as y'all like as soon as it's coming up so we have i love when there's influence from the podcast yeah. to go and watch movies not yeah. even not even good movies Harry Potter's good movies. Yeah. But like, if it it makes you want to get into this more and dive in, I'm all for it. That's one of the best encouragements I can get. Absolutely. Is that you're watching movies. People want to watch movies. Right. And you also want to hear us talk about it. Like, you want to hear our opinions on it too. And if you agree with that. That's the craziest part. Right. Wanting (laughs) to watch movies is not crazy. Right. Right. So... So if you'd like to earn a shout out, it's super easy. You can go to com and you can contact us on there, send in your pumps and dumps or any other interesting movie-related things you come across. Uh, we've got a couple of cool stuff that we'll probably be sharing on future episodes, stuff that people have sent in to us. So thank you if you have emailed us. And if you want to earn our love, by helping us out, the best thing that you could possibly do is go on to iTunes or Google Store or wherever you get your podcast and leave us a review, preferably of the five-star variety, but you follow your heart on that one. A written review is also going to help us out a ton. Really, that's the best way you can possibly support us right now. Carter, tell them why. I'll tell you why. It's because if we get... Up to 200 ratings with an average of four stars. We're currently at 44 with an average of five. So we're, we're doing good to help with our star count average after two full years of the podcast. If we get that, those 200, then we have the opportunity to become Rotten Tomatoes critics, Yes, um, which for us is a huge deal. Like a dream deal. Yeah, that's crazy. it would crazy. be great like – And I'm not going to try and fake you out and make you think that we even have an end in sight to this podcast in terms of its longevity, barring something crazy happening. Um, We've planned far ahead, but that would really add a lot to be able to throw a stamp up there that says certified, 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 certified green tomatoes, Um, certified Rotten Tomatoes critics. It's a possibility for us. We would love that from you guys. And it's actually really, really easy. You know what else is really, really easy? Tell me. Hmm. Um, getting crushed by like a demon from the middle of of, of Middle Earth. Oh wow! Like a Balrog. Okay. Like a kind of thing. Thing. Wow. This is really yeah. intense of you all of a sudden. That's easy. Yeah. Why are you being so intense? Why would that happen to somebody? Like if you don't subscribe, basically oh, is what I would oh, do. This again. Oh, What's okay. wrong with you, yeah. man? It also happened? I'm really. I'm honestly. I'm trying to hold back. Carter, we downloaded Slack I am. so that I could message you and say, please don't freak out. Tonight. Yeah, we told we begged you not to do this. If I had the choice between, um having to eat the dead body of Boromir or hear or discover that someone else has not subscribed. Fork a knife, please. You wow. know why? You know why? Why? Made of beans. Sean <laughs> <laughs> beans. Wow. I hated that. Wow. But subscribe, please. Yeah, I guess. Please subscribe. What a bad thing that you've done. <laughs> because this is about, talking about two series simultaneously. Right. Why don't we bring who we think, I don't know, should there be parameters? Let's let's bring somebody from the Harry Potter world. Who should join the fellowship. Who should join the fellowship. Are we booting somebody? No, we, well, we lost Boromir. Uh, who's our, who's who's our, our replacement? Boromir replacement? Uh, okay, a better Boromir. Somebody who's not going to be tempted by the ring? We actually need somebody that we feel like is going to help destroy the ring. So I would say part of the factor would be not going to be tempted by it. And and just like you, how you can't say a battle between any two things that ever lived, or something, you can't say you can't say Jesus in some of these things. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say you can't say Dumbledore. Okay, okay. fair enough. I've got, my, got mine. I would add Hagrid to the mix because he's loyal, brave, and gigantic. He's Big Sam, <laughs> <laughs> Big Sam, <laughs> Sam and Big Sam, Samissimo. All right, uh. Uh, all right, Mister Potter. I mean uh, Frodo. I can't carry you, and I can't carry Sam. I can carry both of you. I would add Remus Lupin. Because he is experienced living with a curse and a stigma, so he will not be tempted by the ring. And he can also transform into a werewolf that they can ride like a war. Whoa! That's pretty good. Love that. And I would take Minerva McGonagall, (laughs) because I simply want to have her be there to tell Smeagol, that will be no, and then just like, n- fill in Anything. the blank, like a mom, like a nanny. Sure. sure. Mary and Pippin return to your yes. dormitories at That's what I was thinking, yep. <laughs> is she could oh, really whip yes. those two boys so into shape. good. Keep them out of trouble. <laughs> but hey, she's the grab by the ears kind of person that we need, and, yeah. and we don't have that in the Fellowship. Yep, yep. So no, that's really that's good. That's great. <laughs> that's really good. The only way that I can think of to end this episode is for each of us to give our best ring wraith Shriek. So for two chunks and a hunk, I'm if anyone listens to this, this is a miracle For Two Chunks and a Hunk, I am woo-wee. And I am No thank you, I don't want to subscribe to Two Chunks and a Hunk <laughs> I rather hunt alive people and live as dead person. You can only see when you have the ring on